0: This is the Build Your Best Family podcast, and this week's episode features my family's post-quarantine conversation. We're Carl and Kimberly Amici, and we're here to help you live a life of purpose with the ones you love
1: and become the family you were meant to be.
0: Back in March, everything changed. We went from living our normal lives to schedules being wiped clean and social isolation, except of course for the people that we live with, being thrust upon us. And for many of us, it was an inconvenience, but we made the most of it because it felt like a handful of snow days strung together. This pandemic provided a forced rest that some of us were secretly thankful for. But then we realized that this was going to drag on way longer than we'd hoped. Our kids never. Went Went back to school and events and travel plans, they weren't just postponed, but they were canceled. Many others got sick and lost loved ones. We can all agree that the first half of this year has been, at best, disappointing, and at worst, devastating. It's been nothing like we've expected. Last month, when it finally felt like things were going to get back to normal, I created a free resource for my subscribers called Post-Quarantine Conversation Starters, that's because I'm a big believer in taking time to reflect. Now, I do this on a weekly basis. I look back and consider how I've used my time. For examples, on Sundays, I ask myself, how did the week go? What did I do well? What didn't I do well? And how can I improve? And while I'm at it, I make a list of all my wins and what I'm grateful for. Now, this allows me to tweak what it is that I'm doing so that I can approach my upcoming week with intention instead of being on autopilot and just responding to my week. Plus, it gives me a chance to get to know myself, to figure out my strengths, my weaknesses, and to recognize the things I like and the things I don't like. I also like to do this kind of activity after a big transition, a finished project, or a difficult season. Now, what we have been through and what we are still in definitely qualifies as a difficult season. So it makes a lot of sense that at the end of being stuck at home, that I would take stock of what we've experienced and identify what I've learned about myself and what I've learned about my family during this time. This new resource that I created, the Post-Quarantine Conversation Starters, will help you to do the same thing. It's simply a list of 10 questions that you can answer. Now, yes, it is meant to be done with your people. However, I realize that not every family member is a verbal processor. I know I am, but some of my children are not. And I know that they may not want to sit around and answer these types of questions, but that's okay. Even my kids, who typically love our family retreat where they get to fill out questionnaires and get input and give feedback on how they're doing... They weren't exactly thrilled to answer these questions, but I made them do it anyways because I think this type of reflection is an excellent habit to have. Now, next time around, I will probably do it a little bit differently. Knowing my kids and even my husband's personality, I might have them write out their answers before we sit down to talk or create a Google form that will allow them to fill out these questions on their phones. They really like anything that they get to use their devices for. But nonetheless, we had the conversation and I think it was good. And even though my kids' answers weren't as robust as i had hoped for, they got to hear my husband and me process a lot of what we've been thinking and feeling in the last few months, and I think that was really good for them. Now, I know some of you are out there saying, I will never get my family to answer these questions, and that's fine, but may I suggest that you try it anyways? You might be surprised how they respond. I would say make it fun, bribe them with goodies, whatever you do, give it a legit try. And if you absolutely can't get your family members to participate, I want to encourage you to grab a journal and answer these questions on your own. It will help you make observations and future decisions around loving and serving your family well full disclosure, what you're about to hear is an edited version of our conversation. I cut out a bit of the bickering, the complaining and the negotiating that took place because really who needs to hear all that? Once this episode is over, I want you to head over to the show notes and download your free copy of the 10 post quarantine questions to ask yourself and your family. As your calendar and non-essential events were wiped clean because of COVID, what did you miss the most? It seeing my friends. Seeing your friends? Yeah, because you,
2: you, you don't get to hang out with them as much. You don't see them on a regular, everyday basis. And that's because why? Because school? Because of COVID. You no, know, you can't see them in sports. You can't really hang out with them. You can't see them in school.
1: No mm-hmm. recess.
0: You don't have recess. We
1: don't have recess. Oh, all right. We We don't have recess. Oh, well.
0: I think I missed seeing my friends the most. I mean, as a mom, I'm always driving you guys around to all of your activities, but a lot of that allows me to see my friends and so when I go to soccer games or when even when I go to pick up and drop off of school like I get to see you I get to see your friends I get to see my friends all of the activities that we had signed up for were canceled Um, for us color was canceled which was an event that I was looking forward to so again spending time with other people that was I really missed I was looking forward to so many things, and I missed those things as well.
1: So the question is, what did we, what, what we miss the most? Yeah. Since then? I think the ability to just go out and not think about the virus, the masks, or whatever, just go out have fun with friends and not think about social distancing that's what i miss the most like to, to, what you're saying is friends but i'm just saying everything that's associated with that including just deciding to go to a restaurant instead of ordering the food from a restaurant and having to bring it to back house seeing people mm-hmm. interacting with people that you know but also people that you don't know Getting just getting to meet people
2: well also it, it was it was weird because you didn't know when it would end You Mm -hmm. didn't know, like, in the beginning it was like only two weeks and you, like, expected to go back to sports, expected to see your friends again. And it just kept on getting pushed back. Mm -hmm.
0: Now we just don't know when it's going to end. Yeah, in some ways it still hasn't ended. I think in some areas some people have gotten back to some normal living, but in many areas they haven't, for sure.
3: Well, I didn't have any spring sports, so I didn't miss any of that but I miss hanging out with my friends, especially in the beginning, because they were all strict about hanging out with people. Right.
2: I feel like I miss soccer in the beginning,
3: but then I
2: also got to do sports that I wouldn't have done regardless, because I, since I got into the Zoom training for wrestling, that really like gave me a push to actually start doing off-season club wrestling, mm-hmm. which I probably might not have gotten. And that, and that the same thing goes with biking. Like, because of quarantine, we were stuck in the house. My, uh, my dad was able to get um, me a bike so that we can go on rides together and hang out. And during, like, the regular school year, you wouldn't be able to wake up and go because you would have school early or he would have work early. The only time we really have to go is on the weekends. But with, like, quarantine, online schools only... Like, four or five hours a day, so you can either go before or after.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely a bonus, a perk, something really awesome that came out of it. Mm Mm-hmm. I do miss the opportunity to go places. I do miss the ability to plan. Like, I love planning, and the fact that we weren't able to take a vacation this year and that we really don't even know how to plan for a future vacation. Right. Um, I do have friends that are vacationing. I just think that the the options are less obvious, and I haven't done the work to figure out what that might look like for our family, but I miss having something to look forward to. Yeah,
1: right. I mean, it's that's, that's a huge change because you don't know how long it's going to last, so you really can't plan ahead right now, and that's unfortunate.
0: Mm-hmm. So what did you not miss at all? I mentioned this earlier, was like driving you guys everywhere that you had to go. So there were times when, especially some for some reason on Fridays, I literally spent the entire afternoon in the car. I'd pick you up from school and then somebody would have to go somewhere an hour later, then I'd have to pick you up an hour later, then 45 minutes later I'd have to drop somebody else off and then 20 minutes later I'd have to pick somebody else off. And it just was, it's exhausting, I mean I enjoy doing it. and. You know, some of these activities that we do, yes, do allow me to see my friends, but I didn't miss having all of my time dictated to me by my crazy, busy calendar.
1: I think that's a good one because sometimes you think, all right, it's fun going to the sports, but it also is hectic. What I guess I didn't miss is the the over-busyness of it all, meaning that you don't realize how much effort you're putting into all of these other things and it keeps you so busy that it keeps you somewhat distracted some from some more important things that the reason that you're doing it is because everybody else is doing it. And the fact that it went away Mm -hmm. made everybody realize that you don't maybe need to be as busy as we were. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it gives us an opportunity to see it in a different light so Mm -hmm. that Maybe we don't need to sign up for as many things as we sign up for, do as many things we need to do for. Because, like, what's, what's the worst case scenario here, right? Like, mm-hmm. how bad is it versus taking more time out to do other types of things or just to just be s- slowed down mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit and enjoy life a little bit differently? Um, I think it gives us a unique opportunity to do that. But I think. Prior to it, it was just kind of like robotic, meaning, yeah, of course you sign up for this, you sign up for that, you sign up for this, you do this, you do that. Like, it's just, that's what everybody was doing. Mm-hmm. And it gave everybody to understand that, okay, there's other ways to think about how to utilize your time, and this really forced that on us. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean you want to go one extreme <laughs> to, to where we were, to the other, but it actually it helps you see a balance in between the busyness beforehand and the lack of busyness now, and maybe there's some middle ground. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I also felt like in the beginning when, like, the first, like, two weeks, everything was completely shut down, so people were, like, completely cut off, and it kind of felt like, oh, it's a rest from the hectic life that, like, it's been going on, like, to, on your day-to-day basis, whether it's going to school, hang out with friends, and then going to sports. Mm-hmm. But then you realize, oh, it's so nice to just relax And then you'd think, like, you'd think, like, oh, what else I would do if I wasn't, like, doing this or doing that? And you realize it's nice to be able to just relax sometimes. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to relax too much because then it's feel like you aren't using your day to its full potential.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Eventually we realized, oh, this is going to be this way for a while, and we've got to come up with a new routine. We've got to come up with a new strategy to how to use our time. It was fun. In the beginning it just binge T V shows all the time and then it was sort of like, Okay, number one, we're running out of shows and number two, there's gotta be something boring, else we can like, do. It's
1: is like can't do this. Yeah.
3: Well, unlike Aaron, he said like he likes that it's more like spread out now and we have more time to do stuff. But I actually enjoy during the school year and during sports season like having school, then practice and hanging out with some of my teammates and then going home, doing homework and like going to bed. I kinda just miss having a bit like a full day. And, like doing things all the time
1: you like the forced discipline of just the schedule versus trying to figure it out on your own yeah. right? that makes sense it's sometimes easier like you enjoy the busy schedule and somebody else is kind of setting up the schedule for you but then when somebody else is not setting up the schedule for you, you like, you're like well, how do I do because mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't because it's, it's harder to set up your own schedule like you said Kim that we have to have to be more creative but you, you have to jump from one method to another so it takes you time to kind of at times takes you it takes you time to Mm -hmm. adapt yeah and
3: because of quarantine like everything's more random now like if i'm bored i'll just like text my friend and be like hey i want to go on a walk and like it's just more spontaneous and random than it was before
1: that's a good thing or no
3: um i mean i liked more like just always having something to do than like random but
0: i still like both Well, I think there's something to be said for having your schedule predetermined and just doing it, right? Because then when you have to start to think about what is it that I really like to do or what is it that I want to fill my time with, I can see where that's a struggle. I've struggled being like, what should I be doing? Like getting hung up on, should I be doing this or should I be doing something else? Am I relaxing too much? Am I enjoying myself too much? Or should I be working more? Should I be spending more time with my family? Like, I feel like the rule book's been thrown out and I have to really go back to my values and what's important to me and what I enjoy and then make sure that they're showing up on my calendar and not overthinking it. I think for a a long time, it was easy for me to say, oh, well, this is important to me and I value this, but I just don't have the time. And I was able to use that as an excuse. And now I don't have an excuse. I need to spend time working. I need to spend time taking care of myself. I need to spend time taking care of my family. And doing all of that on purpose is a new opportunity to reset and figure out what that looks like in my life. Yeah. Do you miss your commute?
1: That's an interesting question. I was thinking about it, but I didn't really want to answer it. I I actually am lucky enough to have a commute that I did not dislike, even though it took me an hour to an hour, 15 minutes to get there each way. On the train. On the train, on the buses, etc. you know, ferry, whatever, the the, the, the the multiple modes that I had to go to. Um, it gave me an opportunity to kind of unwind before you get back home, gave you an opportunity to read a little bit more, like do some things that I, you know, you kind of skip now gave me an opportunity to get some work done as well on the way, so it wasn't a it wasn't a commute where you're sitting there behind a wheel mm-hmm. um, for an hour or so. You're you're actually able to do some things, get some things done that maybe I'm not doing now. So I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily miss it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really that bad. So I'm not just I'm not I'm not saying to myself, oh, it's just so great. <laughs> to me, it really didn't matter that much. I didn't mind the commute. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of at odds there. I, I do think going back after this has all happened, and it going back to a version of the commute that's now potentially having to wear masks and social distance. I think then I will not like the commute. Right? I'll go from this situation from.
0: You miss the good old days.
1: I'll miss yes. I'll miss the old commute. So. I don't know that the commute that I had pre prior to this and the commute that I'm going to have once we come out of this is going to be anywhere near the same. So I'm mm-hmm. probably going to not like the commute in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a tough one for me.
0: Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite moments that we've shared in our family over the last couple months? This might not be
2: with our family, but I just really enjoyed going out and, like, early morning bike rides with Dad. Even though, like, the night before I might be like, oh, I really have to wake up at 6, 5 o'clock in the morning. But then when you got out there, it's a nice feeling. And I also liked being able to watch movies together as a family. Because we never really did that. Because we would always be, like, having something else to do, whether it's sports or hanging out with friends. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I agree with that we we got we got to do more we had pockets of ways where we we're doing games you know to offset it I like the family zoom call that we do that's been been good I mean we know that we can get, kind of continue to do that when when things go more back to normal as well and it's a good way to stay connected besides just seeing certain parts of the family only during Christmas or Easter. I like that I definitely like the game. Some of the cool fam- the game night things that we did through Zoom with the friends was fun.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed trying to figure out how to make the most of our situation. And for us, that looked like doing virtual game nights with other families. We did one night where it was a minute to win it with we did like nine other families, right? Mm-hmm. And we dropped off packages of supplies that they would need to do the activities and we jumped on a zoom call they
1: were covid free supplies
0: yeah (laughs) we dropped them off ahead of time so they could quarantine and we got on a zoom call and we participated in these activities against one another and that was really fun but i loved the idea of finding creative solutions like that to me is like that's in my wheelhouse like what can we do to make this work there were a couple other things that we did with families we did a taboo night we one night we played Balderdash with another family we did we even dropped off gifts to people to kind of be like hey thinking of you here's a deck of cards and a list of our favorite games with some popcorn and some cookies and so finding ways to fill our time in new and unique ways I really enjoyed that and I'd like to do more of that but I think what happens is is when things are easy, and when things are normal, you kind of, like, def- default to your, like, normal things, right? And so the opportunity to be creative was really great.
1: Yeah, I like that. But then what well, you brought it up, but it really sticks in with your family culture. So part of ours, and we talk a lot about mm-hmm. it, is games. So we really got creative around games because mm-hmm. in this situation, you can't have a family game night or a game night with a, with a family over. Mm-hmm. You had to do something different, and since you much more creative than me you and the kids seemingly much more creative than me you guys came up with cool ideas to engage with what we enjoy with other families despite the fact that we had to do it virtual
2: mm-hmm. yeah probably like being creative my friends since we couldn't like go into each other's houses and play video games we'd have to find other things to do whether it's like going on bike rides going to Rita's get some ice cream going on walks or just going to the field and like eating food and hanging out together it's stuff that you would we would not really do if quarantine didn't really happen. I mm-hmm. feel like it really opens up, like, a new lens that people can look at the things to say that you can, we can do fun things that doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be, like, how we did it. Because it will, like, open up a new point of view that some people might not have had if quarantine never happened.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: What about you guys? What were some of your favorite things? Um, I like that we were still able to do, like, some traveling, even though it wasn't, like, a big Europe trip or something like that, like we usually do. Like, we were still able to go to Florida and go visit my friend in North Carolina and, like, go to Rhode Island and stuff. That was fun that we were able to do that. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, actually, that's that's a good point, Abe. Because we probably would have never gotten to spend that much time with those families. Like we're in North Carolina, your friend and their their family, we had a lot of fun there, and they were very gracious to us. So it was it gave us an opportunity to do some things that we probably wouldn't wouldn't do. The actual of the Florida, you brought that up as well. I thought staying in Florida. For an extended period of time was great because it just gave us a different perspective versus just visiting on vacation in Florida versus living in Florida for three mm-hmm. weeks. That was fun. That was a good reprieve in all of this. And I think really bike riding with Aaron has been the one of the best things for me because, one, I love biking. The fact that he's gotten into road biking with me and the fact that he can go on 40, 50 mile rides with me is amazing. So I feel like that never would have happened if this situation wasn't here. So grateful that we've been able to do that. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, and I agree with Aaron. Like, I've done a bunch of different things with my friends, like go on walks and stuff and go grab food and just hang out outside, which we usually wouldn't do if it wasn't for quarantine. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. What about family stuff? Have we done things that you've enjoyed?
3: Um, I liked our trips. They were really fun. And just doing things that we wouldn't usually do.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. We had the opportunity to cook a lot. Yeah, I also really enjoyed like the meals because we were able to, like look through our cookbooks and be like, "Oh, this looks good. Let's make it." Or mm-hmm. it was mainly Ava cooking because
1: Ava was the queen of cooking. It was yeah, it was all
2: Ava. <laughs> <laughs> it was not you, but Ava,
1: you've been doing some good stuff though. So we appreciate it. Is what we're saying, right, Aaron?
2: Yeah, like I appreciate like because we probably would just keep with our same old, same old recipes mm-hmm. if.
0: Ava didn't step up and cook amazing meals Mm -hmm. yeah and it reminds us that we want to do more of that I mean we've always cooked but food became, especially in like the first month or two. I mean, I was even, I was even invited in a Facebook group that was all about cooking during COVID because everybody had to cook now. So for people that are used to going out, they found themselves at home, and so and then you didn't have like you said like things in the evening to keep us from cooking, and so we were able to try new recipes more often. And I think food became a main focus, especially during those first two months of our time together, because it was like, what can we really do to bring us joy? Something that we could. Kill not only kill time with but enjoy like yeah. new things, something yeah. you know, like baking cake. You wouldn't bake it on a regular
2: basis, but since this time, we are like, Oh, I'm in the mood for cake, let me go bake one
0: because <laughs> you've no know nothing better to do with your time, right? Well, Ellie's our baker and she bakes a lot of things in the beginning, yeah.
1: Yeah, every once in a while, she'll get a cookie idea, and make up some good cookies. <laughs> hmm. I still like the brownies the best, though.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what will you miss about the last couple of months of everyone being together, and what will you not miss? And to some degree, I think a lot of us still find ourselves very much together um, because some there's, there are so many restrictions that are still in place. But, like, do you think there's anything that you'll miss? I think I'm going to
2: miss family movie nights because I love movies. Mm-hmm. And, like, when, when you're able to watch a movie – with your whole family that everyone likes and everyone enjoys. It's just kind of cool. Especially mm, yeah, if true. you
0: pick it out and you're like, mm-hmm. hey, everyone likes my movie. Mm-hmm. Well, the great thing about having conversations about these is you can identify the things that were that you really enjoyed so that you can continue to do them together. Because I think that when you ask each other these questions, you'll find out that people like things and you're surprised. Like, I'm surprised to hear what you guys enjoy the most about this time. And if you enjoy it, I want to make sure we do more of it. Keep it,
1: yeah. I feel a little worrisome about biking. You know, if you go back to the commute and everything else, what that'll turn into. So that'll be tougher for me versus being able to get out once or twice during the week plus the weekend ride. Um, That'll be disappointing. Mm -hmm. It's because to me it's a bit about just enjoying being in the outside and then hanging out with Aaron and when we go out with other guys you know that whole that whole thing yeah. is more fun than me sitting in a gym on a peloton even though I like a peloton it's just mm-hmm. it's not the same
0: mm-hmm. I mean Aaron you already talked about biking but girls have you picked up any new hobbies or interests since this started no not no. really what do you mean What, Mom? Cooking. You're reading more, you're cooking more, you're doing crosswords. That's not new hobbies. Could you talk a little bit about maybe how you started reading again? (sighs) Or what you've enjoyed about cooking and why you've enjoyed it, why you didn't do it before versus why you're doing it now?
3: I guess I just didn't really have a lot of time before because we had, like, school and sports and we were always doing something. So in my free time, like before all this, I didn't want to read. I just wanted to relax and not like have to do work. But now I have so much time that I can do those things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's your favorite book that you've read? By?
3: I only read. I've only read like one and three quarters of a book. All
1: right, so Death on the Nile. That's
3: still, way more reading than you
1: did before. So Death on the Nile was better than you thought it was.
3: I
2: guess. I feel like also when when quarantine's over, and we like all like start doing our own thing, like we won't be able to take on family projects together cause like when we redid my room, it was kind of like a family project, excluding Dad because he had work. But it was still like a family project that we could all do, and we were all like kind of passionate about
1: mm-hmm. to yeah, be I agree able with set that. up a new room. even Ellie helped and your sister Ava, helped that was awesome, so it was like.
2: Yeah, you guys yeah, did the help.
1: whole painting job together, putting Luis out of, Luis as well as our main painter, <laughs> out of a job. <laughs> but uh, for at least one little piece of it. Yeah. But that, and your room looks great, by the way.
0: You know me, I like any project where you guys can all work together and help me.
1: You guys sure. did the mulching this year? That was good. Yeah. Together. I like that. That was cool. I appreciate that.
2: Because usually it's just me and dad or me and mom.
1: Or and on the weekends, like, you guys were able to actually just go out there for a couple hours every day and bang it out over a few days. That was that was a big help to me.
2: Uh-huh. I you like that. You didn't really have to do much of the mulch because he really helped you out while you were working.
1: Yeah, I didn't really have to hardly do anything except call up and order the bags. You guys did the rest. That was awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, I also feel like it's kind of cool because, like, as sports, as sports start to, like, come up, like, whether it's practice. If you're just sitting around all day not doing anything and then you've got practice, you're like, oh, i got to work hard. But then you're being, you're actually getting out, being active, and seeing people on your team that you're friends with. And, like, you really, it really makes you, like, enjoy those moments more than you would because you aren't seeing those people as often or hanging out with people as often.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's just, like, a little break from relaxing all day
0: Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I, I can't imagine that you can come out the other end of this without some gratitude towards what was in your life before those things that you got so used to taking for granted that as they were put on pause or stripped away you you gain a real appreciation for how much they meant to you or how much you liked them or even like people in your life how much you miss seeing them. Like, all of a sudden it becomes obvious where it may not have been obvious before.
1: Yeah, because it was just there. Mm-hmm. That's true. hmm
0: Why don't you tell us a little bit about more about your relationships with one another?
1: Oh, um, well, that's a good idea.
0: I mean,
3: nothing's changed.
0: We love and hate each other every day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we love and hate each other every day.
0: Have you spent more time together?
2: No. I mean, I feel like I spend more time with Ava. <laughs> yeah, more than regular <laughs> school. I mean, not really Ellie, because I, I I see her probably, like, a couple hours of the day. Um, but Ava's just more downstairs. Excuse me? What? <laughs> when someone's around you... I am, ...in too. the same room as you. you, you have... <sighs> Aaron, you baby. don't spend more time with Ava.
3: You sit downstairs and play Fortnite and call it spending time with A. You're <laughs> <That's, that's laughs> like, I played Fortnite while she was playing Mario Kart. We spent more time together. Like this No, was but not
1: hold on, hold there. on. At least we are let's, in let's, the let's, same let's,
3: room. I'm Mrs. usually down in your room 12 okay. hours <laughs> day. I'm not. First so what, of all. Second what, of all, I just like my bed. It's more comfortable. What hold on?
1: He's saying physical presence means something. One, that's his feeling, so you can I this see Christmas him so home. much.
3: I see him actually so much. And
1: AI I've I've actually seen Ava help him on his on his sets or like his tinker sets is um some of his sets to do like he, okay, she's helping she's uh, she's helped him do projects like that where, like two where,
3: projects I don't yeah. think we've seen each other any more than normal exactly really I, I no. think you guys I feel like we I see, all
1: just spend the yeah well, look Ava what about Ava Ava and Ellie you guys for a while were working out together you didn't do that before. Barely, but
3: yeah, I guess. We were working out
1: together. And that was cool. I
3: guess, yeah. They just to right. share a room in Florida. That's about it.
1: They shared a room in Florida.
3: Okay, that's
0: it for the questions of the kids. Goodbye. That's, that's it. We're done. Hey there. Did you know that every family is known for something? What do you want your family to be known for?
1: Download our free family culture discussion sheet and in just 30 minutes you'll explore who you are as a family and discover who you want to become together.
0: Go to www.buildyourbestfamily.com and start living a life of purpose with the ones you love today. What did you learn about yourself and our family during social distancing? I guess we should rephrase that. I guess, what did we learn about ourselves during that these first couple months of social distancing?
1: Well, I mean, one thing that's obvious to me is that we learned that we, we were real busy, but like a lot of things that we're doing can be cut away pretty easily. And gives you more time, so that just tells you that, you know, where you think you didn't have time to do X, Y, and Z, you could probably fit more in than you you said you could mm-hmm. in the past. I, that that's one thing for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think that we did a lot of things that we felt like we were supposed to do or we had to do, and even though we're pretty good about looking at our values before we say yes and no to things, there's a lot of things in our schedule that. If they were taken away, is not the end of the world. Right. Right.
1: Well, the beautiful part I think of all of this is that not only did we get to realize it, everybody else got to realize it at the same time. Because if one, if you're you know, sticking to what we have done in the past, which is you take your family values and say yes and no to things, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't, quite frankly, do enough of that. I think having the shared experience of th- seeing these things disappear and being you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and not being the end of the world and living in different will actually make it easier mm-hmm. in the future because I think not only us but other people are going to now realize that yeah these things maybe weren't that important mm-hmm. and and rather than being in that robotic mode of like oh, everybody else is doing it you have to do it you have to do it you have mm-hmm. to do it I, I think it gives everybody that freedom which actually makes it. Easier individually to to start to make that choice because there's not there's less of a pressure there Mm because people have experienced a different way.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I think about our kids, they said that they missed sports, and I definitely think they missed being with other people but it was really easy to see during these first couple months who really loved the sport they were doing because they were getting out in the backyard and still doing it and who didn't really care about the sport per se and just missed their experience on a sports team yeah, that's a perfect the, the example the social, yeah
1: actually yeah. absolutely, absolutely i mean i think a lot of kids enjoy the sports not because they're awesome but Mm -hmm. because of the social the physical activity is actually good i mean Mm -hmm. it's always exhilarating but it's the the social side of it there's there's just such a a lot that goes along with it despite the fact that your child may not put in the effort to Mm -hmm. ever have really truly excel maybe into a Mm -hmm. situation where they're getting a scholarship or something along those lines for Mm -hmm. sports right Mm -hmm.
0: i think i learned about myself was that I really do like routines although I I kind of known that all along I like the perfect balance of being spontaneous and having a routine but I think that as a work from home mom taking the structure of school away from my day made it really hard for me to dedicate time to my work and so when I work much better within restrictions and so when you take away all of the boundaries I was floundering a little bit. Like, when do I do the things that are important to me? When do I make time for the things that I, that I want to do? Like, before, I knew I would work when my kids were in school. When my kids would come home from school, then I would, you know, put on the, the mom hat, the chauffeur hat, the... The chef hat and I would do all of the things right and then I knew that when it was time to go to soccer practice that I would listen to my podcast or I would listen to the latest coaching and a coaching program I'm taking or I would read read books that I needed to read and research with and so I had a framework with which to make my choices and when that framework was taken away I realized oh my gosh like what am I going to do now? And how do I manage my time? And so I learned that I need to create a framework for me to operate. And that's where and I've talked about time blocking how much I love it before this all happened. But even now more than ever before, I need to create a framework. And I do that with time blocking. And I do that by designating certain times to do certain things and then sticking to those appointments. Because without it, I just think that I have time to get to everything and then I get to nothing. So that's been important for me to learn because it helps me manage my time better. And I think what I learned about our family, too, was that we really do enjoy spending time together. But I also learned that as the parent, even a parent of older kids, it's still up to me to... I guess if you want to use the word framework again, create a framework. Hey, Monday night, just giving you a heads up, we're going to do game night. Or Tuesday night, we're going to do a movie night. Or Wednesday night, you're on your own. Or you know Thursday night, we're having leftovers. Just providing options for them and then taking initiative and engaging them on purpose has been really, really successful for us. And if I wait around for them to engage with us, it might not happen.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I love that point. That's, that's an extremely important point because you said the one thing which was you realize we really do enjoy spending time with each other and having a good time together, and I would agree. But if you did not make the framework around it, it wouldn't have happened. So that could easily be lost because it's easy enough for everybody to stay on their phones or their devices or whatever, watching individual shows or things of that nature, and... And that get missed. And I think the framework part is super important because you can miss it and not realize you're missing it until it's too late. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And one thing that I thought was really interesting was, you know, how we love to play games together and our kids never really give us pushback on that. But it's fun to see that they were saying, "Okay, let's play a game tonight. Like, what do you guys want to play? And so see them take ownership of the things that we've been doing all along has been really fun.
1: Yeah, we've gotten to try out new games that we've, we probably didn't, you know, lend ourselves to, to have the time to do. We would stick with some of the, the favorites, but we've got some really cool games, and they have been a lot of fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I definitely feel with with church going away, right, not being able to meet in person, that connection that we've had with our church— has been less than it was before. And and they've done a fantastic job of doing Zooms and meetings, and even with Connect Group has been able to continue. But I think that for our kids, disconnect from the youth programs and the influence that they've had has been really interesting because to me, as a parent, it's personally shown me where I have let the church take the lead on their spiritual education. And so during this time, I've been very much aware that if I want to help my children develop spiritual disciplines, that I'm going to be the one who does it. Not to say that I never realized that before, it's just that I could always count on church. I could always count on Friday night youth group. I could always count on their midweek small groups to keep them connected and to keep them on track in terms of their spiritual life and having to like. Allow them to develop that way, but now seeing, wow, okay, there's some things that I should be doing in the, in the, with them in this season because that component that was a part of their life is now missing. And so I do think that there is certain areas where I've stepped in, whether it's with their reading or things that I think that they should be doing on their own that they're not doing anymore because they're not doing it at church or they're not doing it at school or they're not doing it in the places that they would normally do it.
1: Yeah, I think that's been tough. Our church did a great job with youth, and the youth leaders were awesome. And they, you know, they have done things with the youth calls and so forth. It's definitely not the same. Same thing with church. I mean, it's one thing that they're doing a good job with Zooms, but it, I, to be honest with you, if you're if you're working or you're working remote, you're kind of zoomed out. Not for nothing, but mm-hmm. you know, one more Zoom call, one more you know something on screen gets a mm-hmm. little bit crazy after yeah. the second third month fourth month you're you're just like okay I've ha- i can't do another zoom so it's us having f- fun together with a game that i'd I prefer or mm-hmm. doing something together on our own
0: yeah yeah and when, and when you take away the things that you had in place that allowed you to grow and those things all go away whether it's church participation whether it's sports training or even for me tennis lessons or my gym membership or even I have a group of friends that would meet regularly to talk and pray for and support one another and when all of that goes away I now have the responsibility to provide those for myself like figure out what it is that's going to help me transition to maintain those disciplines to maintain those areas of growth. For the first couple weeks it was like you were on holiday, on vacation, and then eventually you're like, oh, like if I want to keep these things a part of my life, I've got to do the work to maintain them, and I've got to do the work to make them happen. For me, it's been a real opportunity for me to see, okay, so are these things really important to you, and what are you made of? Like, Are you able to like, roll with it? Are you able to adapt? Are you able to be creative? Are you able to even still create an incredible experience for your kids when everything sucks? As the restrictions are lifted, what will you be quick to add back to your schedule and what will you reconsider?
1: As restrictions are lifted, we'll be quick to add back some of the sports, I think, for, for with the kids, for ourselves, going back to work. I don't know, honestly, because I do think it's going to be a modified version of what it was before. I, I don't know that we're actually ever going back to where we were completely. I do think that working from home will be more acceptable at times when you need to. So that's going to be, a, I think, a good thing Mm -hmm. because it'll definitely give families, not just me, other families, more flexibility and more ability to um, navigate both work life and work.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully people are more confident in their ability to work from home, make the most of their time from home, and even just an increased confidence in what they're able to accomplish without being in person.
1: Yeah. But on both sides, not only yeah. just the person side, but then some of the the managers that that even including myself, that, preferred folks to be in work rather Mm -hmm. than working remote to having a rethink on that.
0: I think the same principle applies to families. One of the things we were quick to do when this happened was start a family Zoom call, more to meet the need of, say, our parents and your parents who are older, who were really, really cut off from a lot of things, and just to make sure there was an opportunity to connect with them so that they weren't lonely and depressed, which has happened very quickly to people during this time. And we did, we started like a weekly call where both sides of the family would just jump on zoom and we would just talk to one another. I mean, we weren't even talking about anything really super duper heavy or important. We were all just like, ah, can you believe this? And then we kept that call up. And, you know, before March 13th or March 16th, we We did not have a weekly Zoom call with our family. I think we took them for granted. We have local families, so they all live within about an hour and a half, somewhere within that area. And so we we just knew we'd see them at the next holiday or the next birthday or the next random Sunday dinner someone decided to invite people to. And so there was no sense of urgency to connect with one another or keep in touch with one another. And since this has happened, we have upped the level of communication with them, whether it's the weekly call or Zoom or just texting one another or even calling one another, because not only do we have more time to make that possible, but we know that on the other side of those calls are possibly family members that we love that are feeling really lonely. And so I hope that we would keep that up and that we wouldn't let go of that no matter how busy we get remembering to stay in touch on purpose on a regular basis
1: especially the grandparents I think that's that's really heightened my view that we got to do it because sometimes you get so busy and you just don't contact somebody for two weeks and you're like oh wow, mm-hmm. that was bad, like I should have reached out and you didn't, or you thought of it and you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be really important because even though grandparents have other lives doing other things to keep them occupied, and right now they don't, so it's super important now. They love hearing from the family mm-hmm. and the grandkids, let's be honest. So um, keeping that up is going to be real mm-hmm. important. If you've been enjoying the show, we'd like to ask for a favor. Would you be willing to leave a short review on iTunes?
0: We're passionate about helping families thrive and reviews help families find us. We really appreciate your support.
1: Remember, family culture is not about perfect. It's about purpose.